We're going back to our roots here. We're going back to a food question. Uh, what do you th- What do you guys think is the best addition to prepared food? Uh, Brady, I'll start with you. Um, I don't know. I might be stealing somebody, or hmm. I don't know. There's so many things. Do you want like a condiment or like a food? It's It's completely up to you. That's the That's the 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 thing about the openers is they're nice and easy. They get the blood flowing. They get the they get the boys ready to go. So. It's, uh, it's open for you. Yeah. My, my, my head's steaming. Um, uh, I mean, like, on, uh, cheese is always a, a great upgrade. I know Ryan hates cheese, but I, you know, I toss a little shredded cheese, cheese on a little, little shredded cheese on anything. I'll, I'll eat that. Um, and then just uh, chipotle mayo to like any anything is also not anything like cereal, just but like rip both of mine away from me. That's normal. Fine. <laughs> okay, I'll, 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 I'll cover the, the easy one. Brady, take all the easy ones. <laughs> how about, how about you, sauce. Ryan? So, so yeah, uh, okay. Well, on I, think, I think the best addition to a dish is like grilled onions. Oh, like, that's a heater! I love yeah, that. Have, like grilled onions with pierogies, like on a steak in the right circumstances. Oh. Obviously, oh. Uh, I think grilled onions are like they're so tasty so tasty and this is this is something that recently i started liking too like in the last couple of years like as it, a kid it, it i didn't like it just makes things so much better if you don't like onions you need to grow up like it's just yeah, it cooking with onions so is, is is god tier yeah how about how about you aiden well so i'm gonna piggyback on brady's kind of but i'm gonna go for like a specific food type i'm gonna go cheese on pizza Yes, I hear um, the silence. I hear the silence. Pizza was not <laughs> invented with cheese on it. Okay, fair enough. Wow. Margarita pizzas, okay. so fire. All right, you had been the first half. I'm well, not gonna no, because yeah, when but, when uh, pizza was first invented, it was just bread and tomato sauce, and then cheese was added to it as well as other stuff. So, yo, we could we could talk about Roma pizza, and nobody from anywhere outside of Hamilton wouldn't even understand what we're talking but, about. But see, that's Dude, the thing. That's like smacks. traditional like pizza, and you know what? I I Good went too, through a though. phase of not liking it, but then I had it recently, and realized it's actually it's, it's so pretty good. good. So good. It's so pretty good. good. If you, you want to hear a really quick funny story, my yeah, dad. Uh, well, my, my dad and my stepmom went away for the weekend, and all they left me was a Roma pizza, like one of the massive ones, and I just ate that. <laughs> That's it. This sixty piece get called. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, the 60 piece. That's like the That's big heaven. One. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was dope. Um, Brady, I I am I I'm still gonna I'm not gonna come up with another one. Like I was th- I was really trying to think while the rest of you were talking. Uh, Ryan said grilled onions, and I thought like grilled mushrooms because I'm I'm a big guy, a big fan of mushrooms. I think I told that story in the podcast, right, about me walking into a pizza pizza and screaming at them because they forgot mushrooms on the pizza. Pretty sure I told that on here. Um, not okay. That's a little bit uh, Karen yeah. of you, but I was, I was, I was like, I was four years old. I wasn't a Karen. I was just an angry child. Um, I, but like chipotle mayo, like you, like any Ooh. any form, chipotle ranch, chipotle mayo, any any type of form, 
anytime it's offered, I will get it. Subway, I get it. Buffalo Wild Wings, I get it. Um, if I can add it on burgers, I'll get it there. So uh, that's that's got to be mine, and I'm I'm not Ooh, gonna. Aiolis are good too. I I would yeah absolutely nothing better than a garlic. A- I can't even say that word, can I? Aioli. That's, no, that's, that's gonna be a tough go. one. Give it a do it. All right, all right. everyone, quiet. <laughs> I'm laughing too much. Uh, aioli, aioli, aioli. Yeah, I got said, it. You said garlic areola. What? <laughs> 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 all right, everybody, welcome back to the Case and Blood podcast. We got all the boys here today. We have a special Super Bowl episode. Um, obviously, Super Bowl week. Super Bowl is in uh, two days from when you're hearing this. Um, but first, we got to go over the conference championship. Um, I think we're gonna start with the uh, the non rivalry case and punt game. So we'll go with the uh, the Chiefs and the Bills game. Aiden, what were your thoughts on that game? Um, I mean, I I wanted the Bills to win, so it was a little bit disappointing. But I can't say I'm surprised. Like, I think. Yeah with the way that the chiefs are going, like they seem unbeatable, but we'll get into that when we do our predictions, but um, it was more or less the same, but I feel like Josh Allen's immaturity, like really showed like, and the same thing happened last year um, <clears throat> at the end of the season with uh, Josh Allen's like immaturity. Like you can really oh, pitch tell... that football back, like, like to just absolutely nobody. And yeah, you can like, you can really tell that he's a young quarterback. Like, and I know that's stupid to say because like, obviously he is, but like just some of the decisions he makes and the balls he throws are just so, so, so dumb. And then that little penalty at the end where he threw the ball at Okafor, like it, it was like, it wasn't needed. Right. I, I mean, obviously emotions were high. He was probably a little bit ticked off because like, there is just no way that should have happened. But I think, and I'm just going to be picking on Josh Allen my entire talking bit here. Um, But I think, like, he was definitely getting frustrated and it showed, but he made some really, really bad decisions in that game. Like, I think there was twice where he took, like, 10-plus yard sacks because, or, like, 5-plus yard sacks because he decided to, like, run backwards with the ball in one hand trying to like fight off the defender with another hand. And I think in the regular season, he made some really good plays like that, but against a disciplined playoff team, like the chiefs, he's not going to be able to throw defenders to the ground with one arm and then toss a 50 yard bomb or run for 20 yards upfield, Like he was doing in the regular season in some games. So I think that was one of the biggest parts of their downfall but there was just a lot of things wrong, obviously. Like, the Chiefs just, they they really did pick apart the Bills' defense. Um, with, like, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey are the best receiving duo in the NFL. I, I don't think there's even an argument to be made for anyone else. But, um, and then obviously with Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball, not a bad guy to be receiving the ball from, so... Uh, I I think they were just destined to win that game and they got it done. So wasn't a surprise. I think not having a run game really hurt Buffalo. Like it was, it's Josh Allen with 88 yards, which is great. You know, quarterback can run. That's fantastic. But after that, they have a, oh, let me do some math here. Uh, less than, 
hold on, 38 yards, 38 yards of total rushing yards between, mm-hmm. uh, between the running backs. That's not going to cut it. Well, uh, you know, if you're going to beat, the, if you're going to beat the chiefs, you need to, like, I get that they were ahead, but like still, like, um, only 38 rushing yards outside of Josh Allen is not, not going to, not going to beat them. And then also Josh Allen got sacked four times. Yeah, exactly. So, like they, Josh Allen could not do anything on the ground. Like he couldn't really escape the pocket and, uh, couldn't manage to get the ball to Stefan Diggs, who like has proved this season that he's going to be a pivotal part for the Bills offense going forward. And like Kansas City, like Andy Reid and the coaching staff, like they did a perfect job to completely take Diggs out of the game plan. And like, that's the thing. If you eliminate that pipeline from Allen to Diggs, it's over. You like the Bills are not winning that game if they can't get the ball to Diggs. Yeah, I mean, Diggs had six catches for 77 yards, which would be good if, you know, if it wasn't for Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen, who are used to, you know, what, 13 catches, 125 yards, and two touchdowns is probably an mm-hmm. average stat line for Diggs this year. Yep. So, yeah, 100% agree. Like, it, it, taking away Diggs leaves Cole Beasley for seven receptions, 88 yards. But still, it's just, it's not enough. The Chiefs, to beat the Chiefs, you need to play perfectly. And, and Josh Allen and the Bills really did not. Uh, the defense... Like, I mean, you know, like the Bills also had the lead early in the game, right? They were up nine, nothing, but then all of a sudden a 21 point, uh, second quarter. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, the chiefs, I forgot they can't had what it was three, it was three comeback victories last year in the playoffs on the way to super bowl. So if there's any team that's built to play from behind, it's Kansas city with a high flying offense Mm -hmm. and the bills, the bills got ahead early, but couldn't hold on to it. I will say this though, it is kind of surprising that the Bills couldn't get it done with the best receiver in the NFL on their team. I mean, Cole Beasley was limited due to like I, his I was hurt leg, so but like stupid. he's apparently the best receiver in the league to like every NFL analyst and coach, but like no average like simpleton like us can understand it. Um so I'm just going to restart like start referring to him as Cole Beasley, the first team all pro. Or he was he was a second team, right? Second well, team he pro. definitely second wasn't team. the first. You're right, but he was he was snubbed of the first team. I think he should have been uh the number one receiver on the first team. Okay, to be fair, he only started ten games this year and had nine hundred and sixty seven yards. Yeah, but like are you kidding like I don't I don't know. My thing is like yeah but he played I, he played every game though. He, I, it's his, uh, it's his games played 15, but games started 10. I don't, I don't believe in games started for receivers. That just means like you're not the, you weren't on the first play of the game. Yeah. It makes no sense. Might have ran twin tight end with, uh, with just digs. But in my he, opinion, he I'm, trying to help, I'm trying to help Cole Beasley out, to be honest with you. I kind of Yeah, that. that man, that man doesn't deserve any help. He's a rat. I don't know why I hate the guy. I just do. Like, he's just never done anything he's, wrong. The guy's he, he hasn't. Yeah, it's because he was he's a cowboy. A cowboy. It's because well, he's a cowboy. Yes, I, I hated him him. so much on the Cowboys. But see, that's that's a good point that you make. He hasn't done anything wrong, but he hasn't done anything right. And everyone loves the guy for absolutely Nobody no loves the guy. reason. Everyone does. We well, saw it this season. Who has a Beasley jersey? Who has a Beasley jersey? It doesn't matter if you have his jersey. One, name, Why? one person with a Beasley well, he, jersey. He did not, not last name Beasley. Brother, brother, he was a second team all pro receiver when Allen Rob like, and yes, Bears hour, haha. But like legitimately, Allen Robinson was snubbed from like a Way position that he should have had over Cole Beasley. Who else was there? Was there was another player that was definitely snubbed out of that position? 
Yeah, there's a lot of them. Mike Mike Evans wasn't snubbed, but like he's just a he's a better receiver than. Yeah, but it's not. Well, it's not about who's the better Diggs receiver. That's the better season. Pro? Yeah, Stephon Diggs. Was Stephon, Stephon Diggs was the first team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. he was not top twenty in receiving yards. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah if Dang you that. if you play fifteen, AJ games, Brown was snubbed then. Yeah, he he had a good season. I I don't know his exact AJ stats, Moore but I know Brandon Cooks, McLaurin, Cooper, Robbie Anderson, Brown, Lockett, Evans. Yeah, uh, it should be Robbie Anderson, and Allen, count. Corey Davis, like <laughs> all those people. Okay, if Corey Davis had more receiving yards than him, hey, come hey don't knock on, on Corey Davis. I love no, Corey no, 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 Davis. no. Don't get me wrong. I I like Corey Davis as well. I really like Corey Davis, but he's not an amazing. He's a second, like second string receiver on a team he's, that he, he's barely two, throws number the ball. two. Just saying, he had more yards <laughs> than freaking Cole Beasley. No, I know, and that's what I'm saying. If he had more yards than Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley should not be a second team you know all pro. 2021 is going to be the year I stop all the Cole Beasley slander. This is it. I'm putting Why? my foot down. Why? 2021 is the year of the bees. 2021 Why? is the year of the bees. We're going to start playing his music all the time, and it's that's just the way it's going to be. Discount. He's a better rapper than Le'Veon Bell. Okay. No, Le'Veon actually hard. has one good that's song. Le'Veon actually has one good song. Yeah, so does Tom uh, on a mission. Like, oh, Tom Baholi's song's a banger. <laughs> that song's a banger. That's fire. Song. No, I actually like that song. But okay, so we are getting so unbelievably off topic. Yeah, back to the Beasley hour. No, uh, I think that's a. I think that's a. Like, I mean, Aiden, I think you summed it up pretty well. Josh Allen. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of comparisons to like you know him and Patrick Mahomes. It's unavoidable to do the the two young quarterbacks coming up in the league as evident as they, you know, just played in the conference championship. Um, and so there's a lot of comparisons there, but you can, you saw in that game, Mahomes is miles, miles ahead of, of Josh Allen. And it's not like Josh Allen's a slouch. It's just Josh or Mahomes is obviously MVP uh, going to probably be the best quarterback to ever play. Bull take. That's a over-exaggeration. Don't, don't, don't yell at me in the chat here. Um, but I think I think uh, Josh Allen still has some work to do before he gets to that uh, to that level where he's beating Mahomes regularly in conference championship games. Um, I, think, but I, think this, I think this game just kind of showed like he's he's just not ready for it yet. Yeah, just fine. And Bills fans, I think I mean I think they handled it well. I think yeah showed the bill you know they had a great year they finally won the east you know it's not going to all happen in one year uh, you know they have a great defense there's pieces to add um you know they're in the forefront for getting richard sherman or jj white you know one of those veterans whether they're too old too injury prone whatever you want to say but there's a couple pieces away and, and and you know maybe solidifying that running back group um i don't know if singletary and moss are gonna yeah do it for them or not and tj yeldon's i think he's i think he's gonzo but uh you know it's it's very you know it's it's cool to look at buffalo and you know they're finally happy you know they they're finally back to where they used to be back in the 90s and uh you know allen has a very um very bright future and i think if if he want if he went to the super bowl or won or something his contract would be just massive so might be doing themselves a favor that they kind of went out early and season's a bit quieter than it would have been he's also like like the thing is it's also his first season with stefan diggs and like you can you can look look at what they did already and it's been um like it, it, was, it was it was what a career year for stefan diggs a career year for josh allen 
Most um, receiving yards by Bills receiver ever. And every like every expert quotation, all the experts said that Diggs was just gonna he wasn't gonna fit and he was gonna blow up the team and they weren't gonna have chemistry, but like one year and he sets the record, franchise record, so it's funny. I yeah, I never I'm understood also, that. Uh, like he wanted to get out of there, like out of Minnesota for a good reason, and everyone called him a diva. Like I don't know. Never quite understood that, but quick to call people certain people divas and you you go to a good team with a good culture and a a good quarterback and everyone wants to win and you play towards that goal and you see what you you look at what happens so at least have to solidify the size of the ball a bit more and get some cohesion and uh alan needs to come into his own and they're gonna be a really good team next year don't forget Josh Allen is only like a he's a 96 he's a rantanen he's a 96 he's a ranty so, so that mean, that means he's a little ranto so that means he's only 24 <laughs> years old he's actually he's a fun fact he's younger than my brother which is uh pretty weird to think um, ranto if you're if you're nasty ranto if you, a ranto you're if you're nasty your brother and Josh Allen that's so funny <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Brady Brady it's actually it's actually an Igor Korshkov if you're nasty in 96 oh, Korshkov a little yeah, Korshkov like a little, uh, uh, that's a that's a little nod to Caleb. Who we 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 uh, decided that like birth years should be referred to as um, like by like the hockey players corresponding numbers. So if you're ninety seven, you're McDavid. Uh, you're ninety eight. We got a terrible one. It's Sergachev. Like we're surrounded by McDavid on one side and then Gretzky on the other, and then um, and then yeah, uh, you know, you your little O ones, O twos, but you know, we don't we don't talk about those people. Fifty five ish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks brady um so appreciate that coffee um but yeah so he, like josh allen's still young great future ahead of him um one thing that you guys mentioned was um uh, and get ready for this transition here um one thing you guys mentioned was stefan Diggs wanted to leave minnesota and going to buffalo and like you know he couldn't be happier he's finally got a quarterback with an arm to match his talent uh one guy that really did not want to go to buffalo and um you know, made it well known as Antonio Brown, but, and, you know, you can say it worked out for Diggs, but I guess it's going to work out for Antonio Brown. He's playing for a Super Bowl uh, this weekend. And uh, Bucks and Packers, we can talk about that. Antonio Brown didn't really play in that game, but uh, Ryan, you want to take it away with what happened uh, with the Packers in this game? Yeah, I can start. I got a couple things to say. None of it bad, obviously. I just, I got a couple things to say as Ryan steps up. No. I was just going to say, you can run from it, you can hide from it, but Tom Brady comes all the same. Tom Brady is like the Thanos of the football world. He's so old and so good. It's ridiculous. But what I will say is that Tom Brady wasn't the reason the Buccaneers won. The Buccaneers defense came to play. um, And I think, well, what I will say is Tom, so Tom Brady wasn't the reason they won the game. He threw three interceptions uh, uh, and three touchdowns. So he was essentially even from that standpoint. So I, I wouldn't say he was the reason they won. The Buccaneers defense was the reason they won. Um, and if they have any chance in the Super Bowl, it's going to be because of the Bucks defense and Brady's um, experience. But um, what I think the Packers missed most um, ended up being Bakhtiari. I mean, the pressure off the left edge was just way too much way too much um and our left tackle is getting beat all the time uh jpp is having a great year um and he came to play um devin white 
uh, won't be in the conversation for Depoy, but he definitely should be. Uh, that's how good he is. Um, I think uh, what I will say is I think that the Packers definitely helped beat themselves. Um, and what I mean is that we had every opportunity. Um, we were down big early, but we came back. We had all the momentum. Um, Jair picked off uh, Tom Brady twice consecutively, um, and we didn't do anything with it. Um, the Bucks' defense was was good, and the Packers, for some reason, just wanted to throw a kill shot, throwing 70-yard bombs every play instead of just driving the field. So we definitely killed ourselves that way. Um, Kevin King had a terrible, terrible game. Um, absolutely god-awful, which is... The the disparity between our two corners was crazy. One's the best corner in the game, Jair, and one's played probably the worst game in recent memory by a cornerback. So um, a lot of those thoughts there. Um, I'm not really going to talk about the penalties, um, but there was some sus calls. All in all, I don't think that was the reason the Packers lost or the Bucks won, but the, the refereeing was suspect. I think that, they should have called um, consistently um, as opposed to the last uh, pass interference. Even though it was a pass interference, I get that. I know you guys were saying it. Um, but they hadn't been calling that all game. It's the same shit, and they decided to call it there. So um, if you're not going to call it, don't call it with one minute left. That's that's all I'm saying. But all in all, it, that wasn't the reason the Packers – um, lost essentially. I think that they beat themselves and the Buccaneers defense came to play. And if they come to play like that, I really think uh, Casey's going to have a problem as well because Tom Brady is going to be Tom Brady. You know what you're going to get from him in the Super Bowl. Um, and so if your defense can step up, I think I think they actually have a chance of beating Casey. Um, so I guess I'll, I'm against what Aiden said out there. But uh, yeah, you, you got to give it to Tom Brady. He's old as fuck he kisses his dad and his kids on the lips but he continues beating people um and so you just have to respect it honestly you really do the packers had a great season Devonte adams should win opoy i don't think he will um and rogers will win mvp so the the, the season is a, a big w in my books like yeah we still want the the championship but we still have all of our major pieces from a, a season ago minus aaron jones probably but I mean, Jamal Williams played really well as well, and A.J. Dillon's coming on. So um, I'm excited for the future. Uh, hell of a game by the Bucs. Um, I'll be cheering. For, uh, I don't know who I'll be cheering for in the Super Bowl. But... <laughs> well, oh, we'll get there. We'll get there, Ryan. Um, Brady, uh, you got to be a happy, happy man. You said way before the season you were going to be cheering for the Buccaneers. It's not like you were a bandwagon. You have your reasons for it. Now they're in the Super Bowl. What went right for them in the conference championship game? Uh, yeah, like um, Ryan, he uh, he mentioned a lot of it. I'm not gonna take too much time there. He 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 said basically everything. Um, good analysis too, Ryan. I, I like you know you took you took the respectful high road there and didn't just yell at me about the refs the whole time. <laughs> I I appreciate it. Um, not every not all of Brady's pick picks were on him. He had a couple dropped ones that were picks. The one where he threw a pop fly to Jair, yep, that's his fault. But uh, <laughs> and Jair's the best in the game, so should, probably shouldn't be throwing him in the first place. Um, but I, yeah, I just think you know the the I think it was more again like Ryan said it was the Packers beating the Packers and not necessarily the Bucks. You know, just dominating the whole game, and that's what you know. There's there's the better team. It was. You know, they didn't score off 
any of Tom Brady's three picks. Um, you can, you know, we can sit and argue about going for it on fourth down at the end of the game all day. But um, like Rogers himself said, Pat McAfee's show is like, well, if we, if if we if we go for it and we get the touchdown, then all of a sudden, and Brady scores on the next drive and wins it, then we get yelled at because we scored the touchdown too fast and didn't run the clock down enough. Or, you know, if if you kick the field goal and then you you make a stop and then you score again, then you know then um then everything is good and you're a genius. It's just, there's so many things there. And, um, you know, I, I think they should have went for it on fourth down because uh, worst case scenario, you turn the ball over and it's a very long field for Tom um, on, the eight, on the eight yard line, as opposed to uh, a kickoff. But you, know, you can, you can say what ifs all, all the time. I don't, I'm not a big fan of what ifs because um, you, you know, you don't know what's going to happen, but um. It was a it was a great game. I think one of the nails in the coffin was you know that that's the the scooter touchdown at the the last second in the the first half. You know that that makes it a much different game for the second half if if they don't get that extra touchdown. You know to the fastest player in the NFL if King doesn't uh, let that happen. You know you know that's seven points off. You know that's seven points and the you know the Packers end up losing by five. Who knows what happens in the second half? Of course, but just something you can't let happen like that's a that's a Jets defense kind of thing you know and, and that's that's um equally on the defensive coordinator who got fired and Kevin King who will probably yeah. not be back on the Packers because <laughs> I mean you could you can easily just look at it. that's that's Tom Brady at his finest he read the defense he knew what was going on um and he and he made them pay for it that's Tom Brady's experience that's that's all really it was exactly and um as you said, JPP and Shaq, um, two sacks for the former, three sacks for the the latter. Um, so they, the latter, if you're nasty. Latter, if you're nasty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Sean, uh, not Sean Murphy. Well, I mean, Sean Murphy, Bunty, of course. Um, three picks in his first three piece postseason games this year. Fantastic. But um, this face, uh, Jordan Whitehead, uh, an, an incredible player before he got injured with that with that shoulder injury after hitting Aaron Jones for the second time forcing that fumble um he was just laying the hammer all over the all over the place and you know unfortunately Winfield was unable to play due to an ankle injury in practice so you had for most of the game you had two backup safeties playing so I was really scared <laughs> I was really scared there but um it was okay so it's 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 nice to see the uh the defense coming around and obviously Devin White is amazing, and for everyone who said Vita Vea would not be a factor, he was, and um, I think that's a, a huge reason why they were able to get pressure off the edges, like I predicted, because Vea and Sue just take up the middle. You you, you know you, you pull guards into the into the equation, and then all of a sudden you got one on one matchups on the outside, um, and that's just a recipe for disaster. So it, it was a really good game. I was I was very nervous. You know you can never count out Rodgers and the Packers. Um, so. You know the funniest the funniest part about it is if you look at the box score and you weren't told the scores like the final scores of the game, you would think the Packers won the game. They held the Bucks to um under well under a hundred rushing yards between both of them. Um I think over half of Fournette's yards came on one touchdown run. Um Rodgers had a great game, three touchdowns to one interception, a bunch of yards. Brady threw three picks against three interceptions. Uh, like, if you, if you look at it, like, Marquez Valdez-Scantling had, like, 
I don't know, 120 yards and one or two touchdowns. That was on like most of it was on one play, just like for a 50 yard touchdown. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, if you look at the score, like pack, pack, like that was one of the check boxes, right? Packers got to stop the run. They stopped the run. Um, more Rodgers had to do his thing. He did his thing. Devontae scored a touchdown. Like all the things you could just keep checking off the boxes, yet they still didn't win. We picked off Brady three times. Like that doesn't happen tons, mm. right? Like, but I mean, it is what it is. It's just weird. Like it, it was a really good game though, and um, yeah. close to the end, it could have gone either way. Like if the Packers scored on the both of those interceptions, like it easily could be Packers in the Super Bowl. So yeah, the Bucks defense the... was really the difference. That's all it was. It'd be the first and last time we see a playoff Rodgers versus Brady. So if that was the only thing we get to see forever, it was a pretty good game. And um, yeah, and Rodgers played well. I mean, it's not like he was the reason they lost. It, if I'm being honest, the defense, or specifically one half of the the defensive back, um, (laughs) really let down Rodgers again. Like. Um it was really a touchdown difference almost a uh, touchdown field goal, something like that. Um, and that, that shitty play by Kevin King uh, right before half, like that was probably why they lost. The thing I wanted to point out before we move on to the Super Bowl here, um, Rogers, I, I agree. He did play well. He did, but compared to compared to relative to his own standards, relative to how Rogers played in his MVP season this year, he he didn't look that great. He 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 had a rare case of tunnel vision. I thought he was either focusing on Devontae or the opposite. I remember there was a play where Devontae was just unmanned, completely open down the sideline on the left side, and Rogers was just kind of looking the other way the whole time. And you, I I never see that from Rogers. It was really weird. He missed a lot of open targets. I remember um, when they were down the goal line and he threw three times at Devante, uh, Lazard was wide open on a slant when he tried to force it to, De- um, to Devante ended up in a pass breakup. It was really weird to see uh, Rogers have such tunnel vision. I don't know if he was just trying to force it to where he wanted to go really bad or um, something like that. I think but... it was, it's, it's really tough to say, but from what like I felt like is I think, that he felt the momentum. Like, the Packers had all the momentum. They had scored, like, three straight times or something like that. Um, I think he was really looking for the kill shot. He just wanted it. He wanted it. He yeah. wanted the kill shot, right? Yes, that, and that was a doubt. you can't do that. You can't do that. Like, you can't rely on that. Like, you can get it, like, a couple times, but you can't rely on it, and you can't drive a field like that. Like, no. throwing yeah. throwing three 30-yard bombs and going three and out after an interception yeah. is not going to get it done. And that's what you see from young quarterbacks, like like a Josh Allen or a Kyler Murray or something like that. You know, just young guys who who want that. Baker Mayfield, you know, you see that with them. They want that kill shot. They want that big play. They force it. It ends in an incompletion or a three, I mean, or a pick or a three and out or something like that. You see that in young quarterbacks, and then as you get older, yeah. you learn. Yes, we have to be patient. You have to throw it away if there's nothing. You have to, uh, you know. But look, it, like I'm it, taking. It, like, I don't know. Like, I'm still taking Rodgers over pretty, pretty well anybody. Like, he, I mean, he essentially, he outplayed um, Brady. Like, yeah, he wasn't surgically precise, but he did outplay Brady. He had less interceptions. I think he had the same or more yards. More, like, more yards. 
like Brady made him pay in certain spots, but he also gave up the ball three times by himself. So I don't know. I, I'm still taking Rodgers. It's just I don't know. Our defensive coordinator was putrid. Uh he got he got fired and he probably deserved it just based on that one Kevin King play. Who plays man on a oh I don't even want to talk about it. Okay. All right, <laughs> let's move on. Ish. Well, do you guys have anything anything to add there or uh, anything you disagree um, with? I think you guys covered like the, the you know the details on the game notes. One thing I just want to point out, something that you mentioned very briefly, Brady. Um it was it was something that like obviously you know our group chat is pretty much always buzzing like i think aiden said it the one night when we were playing Warzone, where it was like every morning i'm just sitting there just waiting for the first case and punt text to go off because then you know right from then it's just going to be an onslaught of text messages because it's just it's hopping from one conversation to another and to another and to another like just today we were talking about like the team canada roster and uh that went on for a little bit and uh like so our group chat's always buzzing and uh, while we were we were talking about like the games, and we were all super excited for them. Like I remember, just like wanting to take a step back and just be like, "Hey, hold on, we get to see Aaron Rodgers, guaranteed Hall of Famer, versus Tom Brady, pretty the goat, uh, go head to head in a, in a in a football game." So just being able to watch that and appreciate that really cool moment. Um, great game, and you know, unfortunately, it didn't work out for Rodgers for Brady. Fortunately, it worked out for him. Um, but just one of those games that you really just do have to appreciate. Uh, just like the Super Bowl, where we have the uh, essentially the changing of the guard coming up, where we, you have the, the the like I said, the goat versus the guy who's probably what the most likely to knock him off the throne. If there's anybody that can do it, it's Patrick Mahomes. So uh, Brady, your team's in the Super Bowl, and I know you just talked, so hopefully you got a drink of water. But yeah, uh, what are the what are the keys to the game for the Bucks here to to uh, to win this? Um, you know, obviously. Uh, it, it's great that they're in the Super Bowl. You know, I, I appreciate it. I, again, Tampa Bay, not my favorite team. That's still the Patriots. I'm just a huge Tom Brady fan. I want him to win. Cheering for Tom Brady equals cheering for Tampa Bay. That's all that explained. That's all I have to say. Um, I didn't predict. Their, I didn't. I, I didn't predict them to be in the Super Bowl. I don't think many people did. Um, and it, you know, it, it was. I, I'm not a fan of you know, new teams, new people, and then all of a sudden you know expecting to win. But hey. Kind of Tom Brady and the, the the defense stepped up big this year, but they're going up against the best team in the league. Um, what's what's Mahomes twenty twenty four and one his last twenty five starts? Is that was that the stat? Uh, yeah, I don't remember the last time they lost versus the Raiders this season. Was the... yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, before the Raiders, I like, because I mean, obviously I they went three and zero in the playoffs. They closed out the the last year's season really well. Something like, I don't know. And the Raiders game was just like the, it was a super weird game. Like it was like Mahomes wasn't the guy playing. It was he was making he was throwing in the triple. Yeah. It was a weird. I don't know. Maybe he had the. I don't know. Maybe he was sick or something. But um, Chiefs. I mean, they're they look unstoppable and all that kind of stuff. But you know, I I definitely think the Bucks have a very very good chance at beating them. Um. And I, I believe in the Bucks' offense. I don't, I'm not going to say too many keys there. Just keep doing what you're doing. <clears throat> uh, use Fournette and and Jones. Run at them to 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 set up the play action. Use some motion. Get people running around. Um, you know, keep the ball. Keep it away from Tyran because he's a he's a monster, and uh, I know he's going to be balling out hard. So hopefully everybody shows up and players like Mike Evans who have you know played their whole career losing in Tampa Bay for this very moment hopefully they they show up and and AB's back so 
offense, I don't think they'll have too many problems. Defense is where it gets tricky because <laughs> you look at the last time they played the Chiefs a, f- a few months ago. Um, Tyreek put up 300 yards on Carlton Davis in one half. That's not, you know, that's it's it's not really that ideal. It was, it was good for my fantasy. Less than ideal in my in my other league, but um, you got to learn from it. You got to look at that. You got to watch the tape and be like, hmm. Maybe we won't do single man press coverage with no safety help versus Tyreek next time. This is Carlton Davis, who's a slow person. <laughs> Maybe they don't do that <laughs> on the field in terms of wheels, in terms of the speed there. Just, yeah. to, just, to, yeah. just to make that clear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> hope uh, I haven't I haven't I haven't seen the injury reports yet or anything. Um, hopefully Antoine is back so we can about with uh Tyreek's problem hopefully they put Jamel Jamel Dean is significantly faster than um Carlton Davis so maybe they maybe they do something like that like put the faster cornerback on him and not necessarily their best corner on him that could be a thing um I think just like the Packers the key lies in the pass rush um it's hard it's hard to blitz all the time because you have to really 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 worry about uh Travis Kelsey um, and like, and I totally agree with Keish. They are the they are the best receiving duo in the league. It's it's not even close. Um, but you look at the Chiefs O line. I uh, have a stat here from one of the guys. I don't know one of the experts. So the Chiefs O linemen or their O line heading into the Super Bowl at left at left tackle laugh tackle. This is not the laugh on your hour. Uh, left tackle is Mike Remmers. Who has never played a game at left tackle? Left guard, you got Nick Allegretti. Um, as P- I'm not a fan of PFF grades, but it's a 67, which isn't good. Center, Austin Ryder, Reader, 69 PFF grade, nice, nice. Right guard, Stefan Snuski, who has played just one game at right guard, and then right tackle Andrew Wiley, who has only ever played one game at right tackle. You got like a pretty brand new offensive line. You know, obviously they're missing Eric Fisher. They're missing his face. Who's, you know, saving COVID. Um, We're on Dernave Tardif. He's, he's fighting COVID. Very good for him, but Canadian Jesus. Yep. He's our, he's the Mapletron, the true Mapletron. Um, you, you look at their O-line they had last year compared to this year. It is totally different. You have, the guy who's never played a snap at left tackle. Okay, now you're going up against Jason Pierre-Paul. And JP, I remember JPP uh, in an interview this week at Media Day. He, Media Day, he said, "I have no idea who that guy is." <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, it's tough to like play your first game protecting Mahomes' blind side, and it's like, okay, I got JPP, um, you know, who had uh, ten sacks this year, and he he wants to win before he declines. So I think. Although Mahomes can obviously, he can scramble. He makes plays out of nothing, just, you know, kind of like Russell Wilson does. Mahomes can make any throw anytime. Um, but, you know, if you have, if you make him uncomfortable, the, I mean, as uncomfortable as Mahomes can get, he doesn't get very uncomfortable. But if you put pressure on him, okay, he's scrambling every other play. He's, he's, he's on his ass every other play. He, he has to make all these magic throws with arms in his face. It's way better than obviously a clean pocket, and that's how they got to you know they sack Rogers five times, and look what happened. Um, you know, get to 
get to Mahomes. They want to dip and dink and dunk their way down with, you know, Clyde Edwards Hilaire and and Kelsey doing uh, uh, you know a 10-yard seam. If if they want to do that all day or or doing an outpost. But if they want to win that way, that that's great. You know, that they can work for that. But if he, if, if we can just eliminate the 80-yard bombs of Tyreek every other drive, might have a chance to win it. So see about that. And then last think- if you want to add to that one, but I was going to say the O line is going to be super important. Like like you said, there's not much experience at those positions for those offensive linemen. Um, and I think one of them got COVID or is on the COVID list because he got a haircut from a barber that had COVID. So uh, they don't have, they don't have much depth. Um, and I was looking at like so they have three of their uh, at the beginning of the year three of their projected starters now hurt and Kalachi Osemi, Mitchell Schwartz, and now Eric Fisher suffered a season-ending injury last week in the conference championship and um and and then uh obviously uh Dernabe tardif came back to canada to help uh help fight against covid and then they drafted the guy in the third round this year lucas niang who also opted out so five five players from your offensive lineman that were supposed to be starting at the beginning of the year not playing uh i've read that this is the worst offensive line in the nfl um for all those people that say Mahomes plays behind the best offense in the entire in the entire league, this is Mahomes. It, it's his chance to prove that you know it's it's him. It's not it's not uh, it's not the talent around him as talented as they are. Mahomes can do it without an offensive line. So I guess we'll see if that's if that's the case. But sorry, Brady, you had one more point to make. You said, yeah, great great point. And he, you know, heaven forbid there's an injury to that to that O line, and the backup for the backup has to go in. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're um, gonna see we're gonna see Clyde Edwards Hilaire starting a left guard. <laughs> maybe Travis. But maybe that means Travis has to stay in and block more and be on a an important third down where Mahomes needs time for that uh the deep the deep route to develop. Maybe they have he needs more time to keep Kelsey and that, that keeps Kelsey out of the the route tree. Who knows? That 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 because that's what they do. That's what that Absolutely. Uh, stroke. That's what the Bucks <laughs> the Bucks have to do with Gronk all the time. Obviously, Kelsey's uh, way better than Gronk. They're the same age, by the way. Fun fact. Weird. Weird. I saw that this week because obviously there's a ton of that this week. So weird to think that those two are the same age. If I could just piggyback off Brady because I only have a couple of points on on the Super Bowl. Hold on one second. second. Brady's Brady's got one more. Yeah, Brady's still got one more, right? And then you can, and then then that was passed to Ryan for his point. Um, Just real quick. and when I look at these big games, I look at, you know, who wants it more and like looking at, you know, looking at the team that, you know, hasn't been to the playoffs in 13 years in the Super Bowl in 18 years, I think it is. Um, looking at the players who are on the team, whether they're young rookies or whether they're veterans like Tom, who wants who wants to show that he can win without Belichick and get his seventh ring. Um whether it's a you know a player like Mike Evans or Levante David who have been on the team for almost a decade and have never touched the playoffs, um, or whether it's just it's it's veterans like like JPP or uh, Antonio Brown who um, are approaching the second half of their careers, I, I think that team, I think those players want this ring way more than the team that just that just that just won the the ring. You know, it's it's tough for a a, a defending champion to want it as bad. As a, as a team like the Tampa Bay Bucks, who are you know, in in recent history, terrible team, you know, so much suffering and loss, and they finally got you know the, the greatest guy of all time to to come and lead their team, and you know this is their chance to win it on home turf. 
Um, I'm not saying the Chiefs don't want it at all. That's not what I'm saying. Obviously, they want it. But when you look at, you know, the, you know, Bucks are the underdog and uh, it's, and you look at the players on the team, I think they're hungrier. I think they want it more. And, you know, I think that's, that goes a long way when the, the whole mentality part of it. Uh, just one thing to say before we throw this over to Ryan. Um, I, I, I really disagree. Well, obviously, Brady, you know, I'm an absolute Brady simp, and I will, I will agree with most of anything that Brady says. But when you're a professional athlete, things like, you know, winning it last year, so you're not motivated to win it this year, I don't think that's a thing. Well, they're, not, um, they're not motivated. They no, I know. Holmes obviously wants to win. I'm just saying. Yeah, of course. And, like, I mean, I remember Sammy Watkins saying before last year's Super Bowl that he might quit football if he wins this one. So you got to wonder, like, you know, if his head's in the right space. Is he even playing? I don't even know if Sammy Watkins is playing. Um, but, uh, like, for, for me, like, I, I think motivation, both teams are going to be equally motivated. It's a Super Bowl. Uh, both these teams know that, like, you know, they might not be able to be here again. With uh, Kansas City, obviously, you're going to have some money issues when you have a quarterback on $50 million. Although I don't think it's as bad as people think when you have as many superstars as Kansas city does, there's going to be, there's going to be a cap situation at some point, unless like, unless you know, you have Nathan McKinnon, Sidney Crosby and her team taking pay cuts or Tom Brady, if we'll stick with the football team. And obviously for Tom Brady, you know, uh, there is a point where he's going to retire. So he's only got like what, at least like another 15 years. So, you know, he wants to take as many chances as he, uh, or wants to win these as many chances as he can get. So, um, motivation all-time high for both these teams i think but uh if if i had to say if i had to give one side the edge you know a buccaneers team that hasn't won in forever like brady said tom brady who wants to prove that he's not a system quarterback and rather that he was the system quarterback or sorry the quarterback wait no what am i saying <laughs> he was he wants the to prove that system quarterback he was he a system. was he was the system yeah not not quarterback he was the system and um obviously no no disrespect to Bill belichick one of the best coaches of all time but um you know Tom Brady. Tom Brady's got a got a big chip on his shoulder, and that guy always does. You know, just that like MJ kind of thing, where he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna make up stuff people said it said about me to um to get what I want <laughs> to to you know turn it turn it up to an eleven. Um, but Ryan, you you uh, wanted to uh, interject with a couple points. What do you got? Yeah, I just have a couple points. I'll keep it quick because uh, you guys could talk forever about the Chiefs in the box, but always. I think like the biggest the biggest thing and the the one thing that I will be watching the most is the relentless and and really explosive pass rush the Bucks have. Um, like you guys said, that's why I wanted to piggyback because you guys said the Chiefs have a terrible offensive line. Um, they devastated a Packers offensive line who is in the running for the best offensive line in the league. Um, so I think that that's a big part. And the other big part is Todd Bowles is is whether how stubborn he wants to be because the the bucks play a lot of um what they do is they generate just relentless like disruptive pass rush through blitzing but when you blitz you have to play man a lot of the times and they just got torn apart by the chiefs last time brady said you have to go back and look at the tape but we'll see how stubborn todd bowles is the defensive coordinator for those listening um i think that you you definitely it it you got to play zone against Tyreek. Like he burned you for 300 in the first half. Like it's just, you can't do that. I think that the, the bucks are talented enough to win with a regular four, like four rushers. Like I, I think that they could beat this chief's offensive line without even blitzing. Obviously you throw when you sprinkle it in, but you don't need to throw the, the house in the kitchen sink at him every play because <laughs> Mahomes is, is good enough to beat you. 
when you do that. If you even get, you give him like an, just an, an extra second, he's going to beat you because Tyreek is that fast and his arm's that good. Um, I think that you have to play zone or it, at the very least you play man and you got to slide a safety over. You have to. Just, um, I, I don't want what any I will say players. is that the Bucks are probably one of the best teams to counter um, Kelsey uh, because they have fast sideline to sideline physical linebackers. Um, you know, last week I said uh, Devin White will be the game plan on defense and revolving around the rushing of the Packers, Aaron Jones versus Devin White. I think this week um, Devin White's going to be really really important in in checking kelsey because devin white's fast enough to keep up with him for the most part obviously not in a foot race if you're going 100 yards but um i think in a play-by-play like in those like split seconds i think he's fast enough to keep up with him and he's physical enough if you like i don't care what anybody says if you keep like pounding someone uh pause but um if you keep hitting them hard (laughs) enough they're 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 not going to keep like doing those routes against you right they're gonna get lazy they're gonna get hurt it doesn't matter and Devin White's that guy um another big thing is uh the coaching difference because I truly believe that uh Big Red is a far better coach than um uh than the Bucks coach I can't remember his name right now Brady Arians yeah okay um I I really think that that Big Red's a way better coach he's got He's, he's way more creative yep. offensively, and uh, he will probably outsmart Bowles again. Um, but it, it's a game. And uh, like I said, um, it's going to be the pass rush and whether they slide safety help over. I think those are my biggest or main points because Mahomes will get his. That's inevitable. He's inevitable. He's You're going to get those big throws. He's going to – it's going to be – they're going to sack him twice. It's going to be third and 20, and he's still going to get a first down. Um, but you, you gotta, you gotta roll with it. Essentially. I think that the, the chiefs will have absolutely no run game. I think that it's going to be all passing. And I don't think that that's a, a recipe for success necessarily. So if one, if one team can do it, it's, uh, it is the chiefs and, um, uh, last, at, at least last game, Devin White was primarily on Clyde Edwards, Elair. Um, he's more the running back guy, whereas Levante is more the, slot slash slash um tight end guy um and also there's a really really funny lipped not lipped uh lip no fuck um mic'd up there's a really funny mic'd up of devin white versus clyde the 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 whole game and you know obviously they're both lsu boys and know each other but devin white just relentlessly chirping clyde the entire game it's it's really really funny and uh just shut him down and um he also has a faster 40 time than clyde and travis so uh devin white's Uh, very fast I mean, if you're if you're Todd Bowles and you're looking at this this game, are you really worried about the Chiefs' running game? Not particularly. Oh, not the only running part you're worried about is those orbit sweeps that they have that they hand the ball <laughs> off three times and then they run around the outside. Because Tyreek I watched the, the, 70, AFC, yeah, the I watched it or or Mikol, Like I think I watched the yeah. AFC Championship. He had a massive like 50 yard run. If you can limit those, they have no rushing game. Um, maybe maybe Mahomes runs for 10 yards every once in a while. That's fine. But I just don't think he'll have the time this game. And I think that the Bucks defense is a, a completely different animal uh, than the than the Buffalo defense. Because uh, White and David can get to the sideline. Um, 
on those jet sweeps. Hopefully, I think first the Saints was it or, or the, the the Packers? One of the, one of the cheap people. I think it was the Packers. They they ran a couple sweeps and it worked. Then they stopped doing it. But um, I don't know. Maybe maybe the I think that was just the blocking mainly. Um, they got their blockers. Yeah, but out like there. the Packers have the best center in the league. Um, Elton Jenkins is a is an will be an all perennial All Pro guard. Like we had the the capability of doing that against the Bucks defense because our offensive line was that good. But the Chiefs offensive line is not that good, not even close. It'll like, be that's um, the biggest difference. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch. So uh, I I think with that let's let's we got to keep moving this along. It is getting past my bedtime here. Um, Shit, Ryan, let's start with you. Uh, let's what's your score prediction here? This is the last one. It's worth triple points. First, does Aiden have anything to say? I don't think he said anything about the Super Bowl. Oh fuck! No, I mean it was pretty much all covered, so we can uh we can move on. So for my Super Bowl prediction, I think I'm going to be going Bucks thirty-one, Chiefs twenty-eight. Um, super close, maybe a walk-off field goal. That's kind of what I'm 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 vibing. Uh, how about you, Aiden? I think it is going to be a 20 to 17 game for the Buccaneers. Um, I feel like I, I really got to get some points here to, uh, I don't know if I can win this thing, but really got to get some points here. So I'm going to go with the underdog. It's triple points. Anything's possible. It's like family feud. And when like the first rounds don't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. And, then, and they just like, they just go with like triple point. They do like double points or like normal points for the first round, and then double points the first round just doesn't matter, and then triple points so the rest of the game just doesn't even matter. Anyway, the third one matters. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I love Family Feud. <laughs> fucking love Family Feud. Good right. answer. Good answer. Um, good answer. Good answer. Nikki Grandma. Steve Harvey asks a somewhat sexual <laughs> question, gets a somewhat sexual answer. So what? <laughs> yeah, okay. the, the, the classic yeah. Steve Harvey look like he's he's just yeah. heard the most like the last <laughs> crazy thing yeah. ever. Okay. Yeah. yeah, like he's yeah. Yeah, the remote. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah, just, okay. yeah. Sorry, producer. <laughs> leave leave it in. Um Keish, you're next with the <laughs> Aiden, that was really funny. Yeah, we're, we're gonna weave all that in. Um, good, yeah, good call, Ben. Yes, good, good. Uh, I understood that reference. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> leave it alone. Uh, <laughs> I think we. Um, uh, I, I'm obviously gonna go we. Chiefs. I feel like if you've if you if you've listened to this pod, yeah, we is in my me and my followers on the pod. Um, hey, I thought I meant you I, like, Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Oh, no. I'm like, what are you about to say there? I have a Mahomes jersey in the mailbox right now. I gotta go pick that up. Um. Uh. So I'm gonna go 31-17. I'm thinking Tom Brady uh, does not keep up with uh, the young Buck Patrick Mahomes. 31-17. Kansas City Chiefs take uh take Mahomes second Super Bowl. Okay. And how about and, uh, you, Brady? Well, to me, Brady is the young Buck here. Uh, he's he's ageless, drinking from the fountain of youth. That is. His children's souls that he sucks from their mouths. Um, okay. I <laughs> <laughs> was supposed to be like a small side comment. Why'd you have to react uh, like that? What do you mean? Ooh, because I have, that really, was, I have a good story. You just said he what do you mean? the soul out of his kids. That's not going to be no side story. Oh, what do you a, mean? Yeah, thing. exactly. That I, wasn't I just dome it. That wasn't that was a, a side a... comment. That was your entire <laughs> statement. Like you were making a statement and that came out. That was my whole thesis. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> my, my fifth year. That, that was, was your topic. That's why Ryan's in the master's <laughs> program. <laughs> that was that was the final yeah. punch of your thesis. Of course, that's what's gonna drive it home. 
Like, yeah, you need when, I, when, when I presented I, I that, a pretty good story <laughs> absolutely relates to that. Tongue punch at home. I mean, uh, Ryan, do we need to oh. call CPS or are you actually going to be able to tell the story on the pod? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> How long is this one? Okay, no, really? No, it's a, really it's a quick story. Quickly, really quick. All right, all right, Ryan, let me tell, Ryan, tell, let me tell Ryan, you quick story. Quick story. Go ahead. Um, so you guys know how the like the royal family is super sus allegedly i don't want to get killed um, sure <laughs> i try to convince my grandma that the reason uh queen elizabeth is so spry at 94 or 5 years old is because that the royal family takes homeless teens off the street and then just like inf- takes their blood and infuses it to them oh got to wow. be right oh i thought that was a thing <laughs> are you are you picking on your grandma we're alone. No, no. Maybe <laughs> maybe banter. we don't need to call like child protective services. We need to call way. like we need to call grandparent protective services to take them away from <laughs> their Reverse abusive CPS. grandson. Yeah. <laughs> Where they just come and beat the shit out abuse. of the kids. Poor grandma. <laughs> it's mental abuse. Love, like, she didn't guess what my me. grandson told me. <laughs> he's a master <laughs> student. He knows what he's talking about. You know what they're feeding them over there in England? <laughs> kids, 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 Darlene, kids. I didn't say kids. I said, I said, you know, young Almost adults. Teens. And then I was saying, young. Prince. You know what? They might be consenting yeah. young adults. Who knows? Oh, Freaking Prince Charles is just over there, like fuck them kids. Like, jeez. <laughs> well, you really Sandusky? Anyway, sorry, okay. uh, Brady. All you right. got a um. You got, you got what's your score? This is <laughs> when when I have my when I have my my English friend Mr. Bonnet call call in for our radio show, we'll we'll confirm we'll, we're gonna hit him with all the stereotypes. So oh, yeah, that's uh, gonna be that's not even a Tuesday, in it. Well, that's a stereotype that the royal family eats young people. That's I think that's a stereotype. <laughs> okay. That's not what I said. That's all right, not what all right, I said. All right, all right. Enough about the thought. royal uh, enough about the royal family because you're putting us all in you're We're putting this Princess Diana into a wall. Let's let's, yeah. let's speed this along here. Yeah, but too so, soon. Um, it's not too soon. <laughs> okay, Bucks thirty four twenty four. Okay, what's next? Thank you. Oh God. my goodness. Hi. Oh, uh, this episode. So this is this part saying it hundred percent translucent um, or transparency, as Ryan likes to say. Um, this episode has been an absolute train wreck to record, but that's all staying in, and I can't wait. That's so funny. Oh, uh, anyways, yeah. so I think we're gonna I think we're gonna flip it over to uh to award predictions, um, and uh Brady came up with the segment idea, but we're gonna we're gonna add some length to it. Um, with <laughs> uh, so instead of the one word MVP, we're going or one word awards. Uh, we are going with the one sentence awards. Uh, Aiden, we'll start with you. Who's your MVP? And one sentence explaining why. Uh, my MVP is Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think he had a great season. Um, and I think he just barely wedged out Patrick Mahomes. Wedged out. Um, how about how about you, uh, Ryan? MVP. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I'm going Aaron Rodgers as well. Um. Uh, as opposed to Aiden, I think Rodgers well wedged out um uh mahomes also a ps my grandma didn't believe it and she laughed we laughed <laughs> oh my she didn't believe it it's what you think that's what you that's think. getting cut that's getting cut no way that's staying in um brady <laughs> brady what about you aiden really said rogers because he had a good season like what is that what the fuck does that mean <laughs> 
of course he had a good anyways uh rogers because uh, <laughs> have to say something good rogers <laughs> yeah, yeah. you took the heck out of aiden and then you're like rogers because oh um okay i i, I feel like it's kind of just undisputed it's rogers most touchdown passes in the league bonk the heck out of you jeez <laughs> Punk, oh, man. All right. Um, we'll go. We'll go the reverse order. Minus me here. Offensive player of the year. Brady. What do you got? Vontae King. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the King is your sentence. Ryan. What about you? Oh um, boy. I want. I want Devontae to win. Uh, in my heart. Uh, if I was a betting man, I'd say Kelsey and also Diggs as a shot. Okay, Aiden. What about you? So, uh, that was my thing. I was gonna take a little bit of a hot guess and say travis kelsey i i think uh-huh. well it kind I think he's of the is. leader is he not led the lead an offensive player of the year really you think i thought so? he was the i thought he was like the favorite i thought i thought default like i thought Devonte was uh pretty clearly it's not, like it's not like a the scolding runner. hot take though to pick the leading receiver like, but it's not... to pick a tight end hurt. for but well, he's not like Dick, he Dick, wasn't Dick's the number the one receiving. yeah he wasn't the number one receiver he was up. I think hurt, he was. Yeah, he the was all-time like record though. Top three. Yeah, for a tight end, but that's what I top mean. Top three, like, not three, and not one. For the respective position is what I mean. It's yeah. not a tight end award, so I mean, it's not. That's the thing. I Could I be a storyline. Well, the, but that's the thing. It would just be crazy to see him win it. That's why I think it's like it's a hotter take because I don't know. I don't think a tight end has won the offensive player of uh, offensive player of the year award ever. No, so. That's why that would he be the first time. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm going. I mean, we'll see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go off the board. I'm going Derrick Henry over 2,000 rushing yards, 17 touchdowns. Oh yeah, it might we'll, be him as well. We'll we'll, uh, we'll go off the board from receiver. Uh, Ryan, you're up now. Defensive player of the year. Um, I think TJ Watt's the easiest guess. Um, Donald is yep. a safe bet because he's perennial, but I think it's TJ. Ooh. Um, yeah, 15 sacks, hard to beat. Uh, Brady, what about you? Um, oh man, I don't know TJ Watts. What were TJ Watts' final numbers? Fifteen, better than everybody else's. J. Trey Watt. Hendrickson and Donald tied at thirteen and a half. But I'll go with TJ. All right, uh, Aiden. I'm taking Donald for sure. I think right. the the Defensive Player of the Year award <laughs> is more of a popular vote. And I don't think TJ is going to wedge out Donald in the popular vote. Sorry, Brady, what was that? He's he's got the family name. It's not like TJ's a nobody. Like he's people know. No, no, no. I I know he's not a nobody. I know he's not a no name. But like it's Aaron Donald, right? Like TJ. Anyways, what's next? Uh, me. Uh, first player in 13 years to have uh double digit interceptions. I'm going Xavier Howard. Okay. Uh, 10 okay. picks in the air. Yeah. Um, although it probably will be TJ Watt. I'm trying to be a little bit off the board. Uh, we'll go back to Aiden, Offensive Rookie of the Year. I think it's got to be Justin Herbert. Like, he absolutely smashed this season. Didn't even start every game. Was kind of thrown in there on a whim. And he came out and just balled out. So... Yeah, for an inside draw by a Chargers trainer. Um, he had money on Justin Herbert winning rookie of the year. Uh, Hedge your bets on that. Uh, Brady, what do you got? Justin Herbert, baby. 
I was Jefferson all year, but um, just looking back on it and listening to you guys, it, it is a quarterback award. And um, Herbert did set a lot of records as well. So, Ryan, you going uh, going with the LSU man? Uh, I am going Justin Jefferson. Um, uh, I that's who I want to win. I know that Justin Herbert will win because of the quarterback bias. Um, but Justin Jefferson is beating Randy Moss's records. I mean, that speaks for itself. Uh, almost uh, seven seven yards out of the third place uh, spot for receiving yards as a rookie. Unbelievable. Um, but I'm I'm going to go with the guy. I have his jersey hanging up in my closet, Justin Herbert, for uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, and Defensive Rookie of the Year, I'm going to start with my favorite, Brady. What do you got? Ooh. I'll pick your favorite player, Antoine Winfield Jr. How dare you? Um, <laughs> Aiden, what do you got? I think it's going to be Chase Young. I don't think he should win it, but I think when it comes to defensive awards, there's not like there's no thought put into it. They just pick the popular names, so it's it's going to be Chase Young. Um, and now Ryan, my other favorite. What do you uh, what do you got for defensive rookie there? Um, Chase Young will win it. He doesn't deserve it as Aiden says I think Jeremy Chin is the most deserving I think uh, I'm going to have to agree with uh, both my favorites there um, Chase Young is going to uh, see how I called all three of you my favorites because I'm not biased um, I'm going to it's it's Chase Young just because of the hype I think 100% it should be Jeremy Chin 117 tackles a couple interceptions a couple touchdowns um, but it's going to be Chase Young seven and a half sacks is still a good rookie season um, so I think I'll, I'll, I'll give him the edge there um and now our favorite award the comeback player of the year award such a heartfelt season for so many players ryan uh let's start with you for this one. Oh damn i thought i'd be going last um but my point is i was gonna say roethlisberger um because everyone else is gonna say alex smith in fairness i think alex smith deserves it and he will win it but i just wanted to put another name out there roethlisberger um let us team 11 and 0. Yes, they fell apart, but that wasn't necessarily his fault. A lot, a lot of drops, the most drops ever. Um, I think, I think, uh, Alex Smith will win, but Roethlisberger is a dark horse. Brady, uh, yeah, I'll go with Alex Smith. Um, just incredible journey and, um, led, helped lead Washington to, uh, the playoffs, um, when he, when he started. So, uh, incredible, uh, comeback there. Aiden. I, yeah, I think it's going to be Alex Smith, 100%. <clears throat> Not saying he doesn't deserve the the award because, like, obviously what he had to go through, what he had to come back from, like, many people wouldn't. Like, many people would have just stopped on the spot, like, focused on getting healthy. But he came back to play football, and that's exactly what he did this season. Um, wouldn't be surprised if it was Roethlisberger, though. I legitimately could not look away from when he was playing. Like I was just straight up. I like he got hit by Aaron Donald on like what his second play, Ooh. and Aaron Donald was like piggybacking yeah. on him. Went down, and I was like, oh no, oh no, no, popped right back up. The best moment of the season for me as a Panthers fan. I don't have much, so um, I will, I will gladly, gladly give that one to Alex Smith, and uh, hope he uh, balls out, and I hope Taylor Heineke gets a job somewhere else because Washington's Alex Smith's team. I think um, I think Ben Roethlisberger would want Alex Smith to win. Oh, I think so as well. Like, like I mean, Alex Smith, like the uh, Big Ben had a better season. Obviously, you know, like he was what thirteen and zero until Juju started TikTok dancing. 
no, no, again, I, I think we'll talk about that later on, but I, I still like Juju. I don't like Chase Claypool anymore. But um, we can talk about it in the season review episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but we um like I big Big Ben had a great season, but the thing is Alex Smith came back from almost never walking again and almost never having a leg again. Mm-hmm. to coming back and winning four straight games to end the season and getting Washington into into a playoff spot. Um, 18 surgeries. So he didn't 18 lose surgeries. It. Just so he uh, didn't got, lose his leg, bro. Yeah. 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 I, I sent a picture of it to the to like our group chat. I, I've never seen that picture mm-hmm. before. That is crazy what his leg looked like at one point. Um, and they sent like Aaron it, Donald out on him. How ruthless is yeah, that? And, well, yeah, okay, and uh, yeah. But yeah, just because like, yeah, just because he's in the game. Like, it's not like you're going to take it easy, but... No, they're being big meanies. Um, <laughs> so, uh, with that, I think we are at, uh, what, a recording time of four hours and a podcast time, like an hour and a half. Yeah, um, so yeah we're around gonna... that. Just slightly over Yeah, that. But yeah, you're yeah. What time did we start? Eight? Um, yeah, no, no, actually. Well, eight in the morning. Yeah. I, I can't believe it's already 2 a.m. This is insane. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I have to work in four hours. Yeah, jeez. All right. Um. So, with that, lads, I think we'll I think we'll wrap it up. Unless anybody has any final thoughts. Nope. Nope. Um. It's just this is a fun little side <laughs> note. This is like every single meeting I have at work. Everyone's like, "All right, does anybody have any final thoughts?" And then it's just ten seconds of dead silence, and I'm on <laughs> mute, and so I'm just dying every time. It's so funny because then the person just always goes, "All right, well, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take silence as uh, no questions, and uh, have a good Thursday, everybody." And it's just, it's so funny. Every single time makes me laugh. But anyways, um, uh, if nobody has anything else, Brady, you want to hit us with the sign-off? Yes, we made it, boys. Super Bowl season did it. So happy. Can't wait. Uh, I miss watching it together with you guys. But um, next no. year, we'll have a huge rager in Aiden's basement with uh, with all the wings we can dream of. And oh. I think we're just lucky and- to get it at all. So I'm, yeah, flying so I'm, very, I'm flying Ryan. I'm flying Ryan back proud. to the Super Bowl next year. We're driving him back. Whatever. We're getting him back here. Very, very proud of the league did it. Uh, that was we were, we all had our yeah our, yeah uh, yeah. Very but, um, very many doubts. We made it. So here's here's to a, a great Super Bowl and whoever's the winner, um, I, I'll be I'll be happy for. And uh, you know, Chiefs are the best team. They you know, it'll it'll be good. It'll be good. Brady's right. our first oh. jinx, but jinxes don't work like that. No. Hopefully, I'm not crying next time I am recording. So, that... well, well, if uh, if Ryan and Aiden are in the Discord, we'll probably be crying. Um, they they're 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 meanies as well, just like Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you guys I'm... talk shit when I left the oh, Discord the last time? <laughs> Always. Yes. <laughs> All right, Brady. <laughs> may, your, may your punts be high and down inside the ten. See ya, boys and girls. Let's go Bucks and Chiefs.